Welcome to Books and Beats, where we dish over the dopeness of Atlanta's creative class. Follow the hashtag Books and Beats and What the ATL to learn more about what's going on in books, art, and music in Atlanta. I'm so glad our first Books and Beats interview is of a book that represents the energy that this podcast has to offer, which is the show Creativity Mashed Up Against Culture. In this segment, We'll have a talk with A.J. Cush, the author of Flicted, a coming-of-age novel packed with the 90s nostalgia and hip-hop. There's a lot in this book that old hip-hop heads will definitely recognize. We'll talk with A.J. about his book, his motivation, and the impacts he hopes to have from his work. A.J., welcome to Books and Beats. Welcome, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Peace, sis. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm glad you could be on. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started with this interview. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your book and what prompted you to write it? Okay, so uh, my name is AJ Kush. Uh, Amin Kush. AJ is my are my initials. Amin Jazir. Um, I grew up in the South. I grew up in Savannah, Georgia, um, a very uh, dynamic city, not as big of a city as like, you know, Atlanta or Chicago, LA, like that, but you know, still a a pretty big city. It's like it's big enough where everybody can kind of, you know, can kind of breathe, so to speak, but still small enough to where someone kind of knows you mm-hmm. some kind of way through somebody. <laughs> you know, that's just kind of kind of how it is. So, um, I grew up there, uh, uh, child of the '80s, graduated in the early '90s, went off to college, and um, I was in in the business field actually. And kind of felt a little empty inside and, you know, just kind of unfulfilled. And I I always really wanted to teach. Uh, that was one of my goals is uh, when I was a young kid growing up, I always wanted to teach mm-hmm. and I always wanted to uh, to rap. Like that was like my big, 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 two big things. Mm-hmm. But it didn't pay any money. So I was like, <laughs> man, I can't, I can't do this. And family was kind of like, you know, against it. But when I went out in the work field, felt really unfulfilled and I just knew it's like we all have something in us that's calling us pulling pulling yeah. us and that is what it was so I moved um down in the early 2000s and uh started you know teaching the Atlanta public school system and the rest is history mm-hmm. been working with youth uh, I taught for about eight years and then still started doing from mentoring programs rights of passage programs and even now I do a lot of life skill and college prep work Without mm-hmm. uh, throughout the metro area, so in total, I've been working with youth for about seventeen years. Oh wow, that's impressive, yeah. and that's it's good work too. Um, you know, because a lot of people they're not investing in the youth like like they could because we have a lot of resources that maybe our parents didn't have, but we may not have the time or don't make the time. So I think the fact that you're you're doing that in many different ways is commendable. Thank um, you, thank you. So yeah. and then uh it afflicted because that passion um i have for the youth and wanting to to get them to 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 think and overcome whatever situations that they uh, may have mm. was kind of one was one of the things that you know prompted me to want to write uh afflicted gotcha so um so i don't know when your book was actually published i actually have it in front of me um and i love the cover of it i know that there's a local artist that 
that created the cover? Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, his name is uh Craig Flux Singleton. You can look him up if you put uh Flux F L U X in. You know, Atlanta artist. All, you know, he's immensely talented. All types of paintings, graph work. I mean, he's he's a really really dope artist. Yeah. And and so, how has the reception been? for the book especially is it geared towards teens or is it more adults because I know you're reaching back and you're referencing a lot of hip-hop um, uh, music that you know people my age would know but okay. how how is the reception with the people whose hands you're putting the book into okay so um so bam first off in terms of how the reception has been it's been great like uh <laughs> if I, you go to amazon and look at a lot of uh the responses, everything has been like four and a half, five stars. People have mm. enjoyed it. A lot said it was an easy read. They laughed a lot and they gained a lot from it. I think mm-hmm. it has a, uh, the, the book was kind of, it's funny that you say like, who is it kind of for? Because when I started writing it, um, it really just started off with me having a conversation with a friend about old school words and mm. Afflicted was one of the words he brought up and we were laughing about it. I was like, man, I ain't heard that word in forever. And it kind of <laughs> triggered all of these thoughts. And I always wanted to 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 write a book, but you know, you kind of always have these thoughts and but never kind of just got, you know, kind of get it going. So it kind of triggered a lot of thoughts. And then I, you know, because I work with youth all of the time, I started thinking about, okay, how can I um write a story that's from a time period I come from. So people from that Mm -hmm. time period will relate to it, kind of look back, but also be relatable to the youth and what they're going through now. And I Mm -hmm. really do believe, although obviously there's some differences, you know, from the, let's say the nineties to now that in essence, uh, it's a lot of the same issues, relationships Mm -hmm. in the household, dealing with um, first crushes, uh, understanding sex, mm-hmm. violence, you know, uh, drugs, all of those issues that we had back then, our parents had them in their time period, mm-hmm. and the kids today have them too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the questions I definitely want to ask you is, uh, so hip hop and real hip hop heads, especially folks from up north, will argue and say that you know hip hop originated in the north, and that's the end of it. But I really think that it actually has its roots in the South and it has its maybe has its roots in the blues and in jazz and even in uplifting music that you might hear in the church to keep, you know, people strong during rough times. And, um, you know, maybe it even, and definitely, I think it reaches all the way back to Africa, but I'm mentioning that because I think that it's important for readers of all ages, just like you just mentioned, um, for people to see themselves within the stories um, no matter what age they are, uh, like yours at this point could be a, a historical reference because the time has passed, but still it's a reflection of a culture and of, of people and it's a universal story. So it doesn't matter if you came from that space or that time, it's something that anybody can relate to, but still representation matters and it's important for protagonists to be able to see themselves. Um, I'm sorry, for readers to be able to see themselves within the protagonist of the story. So that being said, um, I know that, that hip hop is rooted in storytelling and, and that storytelling can really change lives. Do you, you have anything you kind of want to philosophize about that whole storytelling and representation thing? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, so one, 
I think when you are thinking, you know, deep, you can definitely make those connections. You know, although people, you know, obviously hip hop in terms of the the recording, the actual recording and the, the business of it, you know, that's kind of, it was in New York, but obviously the essence came from, I mean, we had our people migrating out of the South. So those experiences and all that, you know, just kind of, you know, were in their DNA. So, you know, depending on how, how deep you want to look into it, of course, those connections, you know, um, are there and then in terms of uh you know just deeper implications for for the book i think it's pro people realize like everybody me dealing with you and you know people my age or older sometimes we all reflect on life and wonder why certain things happen to us you know why me or what's the purpose of this and that and i think the book speaks to that you know it makes those connections but you know where, where you have uh, the protagonist whose whose name is Dez Allen. He's a you know a young guy growing up, and you know he wants to be you know a hip hop superstar in an area of the South that isn't really known for hip hop. You know uh, at that time period, you know most of the the actual re- re- recorded music was taking place you know up in uh, up in New York or out in uh, out in L.A. Mm-hmm. But as you read the story, you do definitely you know as you go on that journey with him. You get the sense uh, of seeing why certain things happen, although at the time it may seem very crazy or how does this relate to where he's going? And I think he starts to grasp, uh, you know, some of that, you know, as the story goes, uh, goes along. So most definitely um, realizing that things happen for, you know, happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we and we have the power to overcome like, um I, you know, to use a biological reference, you know, sometimes I, I can get, I can get, you know, deep with some things, but this was go, given go to me. There. It's not it's like, it's, it's, it's not, you know, I didn't just come up with this. One of my teachers dropped mm-hmm. this on me. And we're like, you know, if you think about just the biological process in which we're born, I mean, there are over a million sperm come out when, you know, when life is created and you had the, you, physical manifestation of that one out of a million that fought for life. Mm-hmm. So you were strong enough even before all of the, uh, you know, impediments or obstacles that you may have in your life right now, you were you were born being the strongest amongst a million. So you have all of that inside of you to overcome, you know, whatever it is in your life. It's just you tapping into that power and that belief is what does it. And so again, um, although the story has a lot of comedic uh, overtones, there it, it, it's 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 I'm playing with both of those things at the same time. Where I have people laughing and enjoying it going on, but there's a lot of deeper things where you have the power to you know to overcome and and fulfill your your destiny and dreams are also right there for the readers to to grab. That's good. That's real good. Um, that makes you look at yourself in a little bit of a different way when you think you're one in a million and you're like the power, most powerful of that. And then so now it's how do you present yourself in the world amongst even more people, but you're strong even just being here as you were born. So um, thank you for that. I have to remember that. <laughs> but um, so speaking on that, so I've run into a lot of people that want to create books, whether they're illustrators or writers or publishers and it you know it is a process I've done it myself and I've worked with people who are doing it but it's not an easy thing do you have anything you want to share about your journey in creating the book 
um, any tips you might want to have in, in regards to the actual creation process? Yes. Uh, in terms of writing, I would say uh, don't overthink it. You know, that everybody overthinks everything. <laughs> really in life in general it's like you have the passion or desire to start just start like one technique I used was a lot of whimsical writing like sometimes it may not even make sense like I might start off with one or two paragraphs that are like I'm feeling it and hmm. then I get to a, a kind of roadblock I might type JJJJK Ella you know like whatever just I would literally just like not stop and keep myself kind of going because I knew like I, there may be another place that I'm clear on but I'm not going to allow because I don't know what that middle part is to stop the process mm -hmm. and then I would get to that uh, that next part that I did go uh, feel great about and then go back and just kind of fill in and revise or whatever but just I just tell when you sit down just don't stop don't don't write and then analyze that paragraph and then analyze you know, save that for the, you know, for the editing process. But when you're writing, just try to just let it flow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that'll kill it too. If you, if you edit while you write, um, oh, or artwork, oh. yeah, that editor is terrible. It'll stop you in your tracks every time. So, um, all right. So a few more questions. And then if I could, if I could oh, yeah, add, uh, too. So, uh, so that's my advice on, you know, when you're writing books, Ultimately, if you're trying, if you're serious about it, an author is only going to be as good as the editor. Like, that's just period. Like, I went through uh, four different editors and probably each one of them, you know, uh, a few, you know, different, you know, uh, levels of editing mm -hmm. before I got to, okay, this person is just straight, really, really knows what they're doing. None of them were like terrible, but it was just, is you you get what you pay for yeah. so you have to invest the time in getting a great editor they should have some credentials like work that they've already done and it's out there you know because again you could pay for something do a lot of work when ultimately to get where get it where you want it you're going to still have to pay more and take more time so don't cut corners when it comes to editing that's great advice that's great advice um Tell us a little bit about, I'm not done with you yet, but um, I do want you to tell us a little bit of, uh, more about where we can find your book and any upcoming events you have. But I still have a few okay. questions after that. <laughs> All right. So um, you can find the book on online on Amazon. Uh, it's also a Barnes and Nobles. If you just go and type Flicted, F-L-I-C-T-E-D, Flicted, um, it'll come right up. Um, so definitely you can get it off Amazon. That's the, you know, the paperback or the digital, you know, e-version. Mm -hmm. You can also go to my site. You can type flicted the book uh, in and it'll come right up. Um, it's a, it's, it's a little discount. It's cheaper when you get it off my site. Uh, Amazon is good for me because it, it, once you you know you keep selling on Amazon, they you know they promote more to work like a worldwide mm -hmm. uh, you know viewership. But as far as me, I'm able to kind of maintain a more intimate connection. If you uh, get it from my side, I'm able to email you and kind of stay in contact contact with you as well. But either is fine. Okay, great, great. And in terms of uh, and in terms of upcoming events, on the 25th, I will be at the Tucker uh, Library for the DeKalb County. Uh, author expo nice. so that yeah so that's coming up it's from 10 to 4 so any you know time you you know you can come out that would love to 
love to meet you and talk about, you know, the book. And then I'll also be doing a few radio interviews in Savannah coming up that I will be, um, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, again, you can, everything is the same. Flicked the book. If you put that in for Instagram or Facebook, it'll come up. And then I'm going to announce the times when I'm going to be uh, doing those uh, interviews down at the, uh, at the, actually two of the, the major radio stations down there. So I'm looking forward to that. And locally, I believe for 89.3 with Miss Dia, who does uh, one of the, uh, the the best hip hop shows during the week. I should be on there soon as well. And I'll be posting for that. Well, you better get it. Get it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> get those hands into the book. That's it. Those books into the hands of the people. That's good. Um, okay, so a couple more questions. I want to know what you're reading now and if you have any additional words of wisdom. So you already dropped a whole bunch of good nuggets on us, but if you have anything else um, you want to drop on them, just what you're reading and any words of wisdom. Okay, so um, for the last few months, I've been really into uh, biographies. Uh, I really, really like um, going through other people's footsteps. I just think you can learn you know, so much. So I just finished uh, Zena Garrison's book. She was uh, probably the top uh, African-American uh, female tennis player in between the Williams sisters dynasty and Althea Gibson. Um, and just her life and seeing everything that she went through in order to become, she she was like number eight in the world. I think the in the 19, late 80s is when she was really having her dominance. But I love to read about her struggle and how she over, overcame a lot. She was actually very very conscious of a lot of things too and because of the time one and you know two just being a black female and not having that platform for a voice you know she missed out on a lot but hurt the seed she planted definitely opened up the doors for Serena and Venus so I just read that and then started Paul Roberson's book uh biography was written by his son again I'm big on biographies the last fictional um, uh, book that I read was Into the White by Randy uh, Pink. And it actually, um, it helped me out a lot when I was finishing up my book because it was funny, but had a lot of very serious, uh, you know, uh, overtones about social critiques. She was a black girl who grew up and once she just decided she was so tired of all of the afflictions flipping back to my book that black people have she'd rather just be white life would be so much easier so she she prayed to god and asked jesus please to make her a white girl and when she woke up the next morning she was mm. white mm. and so it was just the wildest craziest uh, uh little book but it had it was saying a lot and i was like wow i, I really uh if I, I if i meet her one day i would owe a lot of my uh finishing my book to her because her voice kind of helped me keep going in my direction at the time that I wanted to wow you, you gave me some good ones to follow up on um uh, any words of wisdom words of wisdom hey it's it, it's it's somewhat cliche but it is so true man we have to uh one take this thing one day one hour <laughs> even one minute at a time because it's so much going on that it's like you could miss out on on the present you know like you know we all got our baggage and we want so much you know going towards the future but you have to master the space that you're in 
And if I could throw another one out, uh, my big thing is, and that's one of the reasons why going back to the biographies is I love how people did so much with so less. Mm-hmm. I think I think that we have we have tools and weapons to achieve a lot right now, but distraction is what stops us from being as great as we can can yeah. be. Like it, it's just so much going on, it it really slows you down. When if you just focus, you can do great things. Again, so many people before us, even our yeah. parents, you look at what they actually had and was still able to do. It's like, stop playing. What what are, what are we asking mm-hmm. for? What are we asking for? So that's kind of my motivation is, and for everybody else is kill the distractions and be, you know, uh, master the, the moment, being the president, you know, and, and do I love thing. it. I love it. AJ, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show, um, especially as our first interviewee. And um, I, I just think you've been a great addition. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Hey, thank you. If I could say yeah. that one last thing, because we, we kind of were, you know, were, were bouncing yeah. around with it. I just want to make sure everyone's clear. Um, with, with Flicted, it is the story of a young guy growing up in the South during the early 90s. He's trying to figure out life. He's an awkward kind of goofy kid, but he gets thrust into so many different situations as he's trying to learn about um, friendships, sex, drugs, all of those things are coming at him. And he's trying to figure that, you know, those things out and music, because the music at the time was so powerful the lyrics and what people were saying, some of the messaging, it definitely gave him a springboard to figure out his his identity. And so this story is the story, the afflictions, afflicted, afflicted, conflicted, inflicted, is him trying to figure things out. Absolutely. So everybody definitely go out and get a copy of this book. It is definitely entertaining. Um, it yes. catches you from the beginning. So um, it's definitely worth the buy. So definitely check it out. All right, AJ. Absolutely. Thank you again, Uh, Fest, and this is Lit Story Fest. Yes, Lit Story Fest is coming up, and uh, AJ is going to be on a panel that we're going to have about diversity. (laughs) So um, you'll see more of of him um, at Lit Story Fest. It's going to be September 29th at the Stonecrest Library. We're working with the DeKalb County Library System, so make sure you stay posted on what we have going on. All right? All right. right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much All right. Thanks. All right. Peace. And just a few community events that I want to share with you all so that you know what's going on in the Atlanta area around books. The DeKalb County Library System is having an Authors Expo on Saturday, August 25th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Tucker Library to celebrate local authors across the metro Atlanta area. Authors will discuss their work, sell and autograph their books, and talk about their personal journeys. All genres will be covered, so go out and support your local talent. Also, last week, the Georgia Center of the Book hosted its annual award ceremony for Georgia's uh, for books all Georgians should read. If you get a chance to scoot over to the website, you can learn more about the work that this organization is doing to support literacy in Georgia. And last but not least, there are two museums in Atlanta that are really focusing on supporting illustrators or the past work of illustrators and making sure that those classics are um, available for viewing 
in the Atlanta area and beyond. The High Museum is nearing the end of its run for Winnie the Pooh, exploring the classic. If you want to learn more about the original creators of this work, if you were a fan of Winnie the Pooh when you were little, uh, or maybe when you're grown too, the exhibit runs until September 2nd. The Robert C. Williams Museum of Papermaking is also featuring uh, an exhibit about golden books. So I don't know if you remember back in the day when golden books, they, they're the the small books that have the gold um, kind of leafing on the side of the book. And they're like really pretty and, and very, very classic looking. Well, that that book publisher um, has an exhibit that travels around called Golden Legacy, 75 Years of Original Art from Golden Books. I was able to actually go view this exhibit a few weeks ago, and the artwork really and truly is phenomenal. And there's current artists as well as those who have gone on to glory. And if you are an artist who loves paper, you definitely want to check out this museum. And if you're an illustrator of children's book, this may be of interest for you as well. The exhibit runs through September 7th. Thank y'all, and we'll be on to the next segment. One more thing I want to add before I go. The Lit Story Fest is coming up in September, the week of September 24th through the 29th. Um, we're working with the DeKalb County Library System. Now, the Lit Story Fest is a literature and storytelling festival that has a mission of lighting the way to literacy through storytelling in literature, visual art, and spoken words. And this week is going to be filled with um, performances with uh, local um, artists and uh, performers. There's going to be authors' talks. There's going to be um, art events. And also, there's a story slam on Friday, September 28th. And a story slam is actually um, an opportunity for people to get up and share a five-minute story. It's a live storytelling competition that allows each selected storyteller to share a five-minute story to tell a story around the theme of the night. And the theme of the night is caught. So it could be something you got caught doing or something you caught somebody else doing, or it could be something about I don't know anything. So you come and you share your story um, and then you are judged by three judges of the night. And then there's a prize at the end. So if you can, if you're interested, sign up for the story slam at Lit Story Fest. You'll see it on the website and the website is www.litstoryfest.com. If you're interested in vending and sharing your work as a vendor or any other product and service that you think might fit the audience, you can definitely apply there as well. We look forward to seeing you at the Lit Story Fest. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Books and Beats. We look forward to seeing you in the future. Make sure you follow the hashtag WhatTheATL and Books and Beats to learn more about what's going on in books, art, and music in Atlanta.